Welcome to Whatever is Lovely, Episode 5. I'm your host, Samantha Grace. This is the podcast where I share uplifting stories from the news, profile migraine sufferers in the public eye, and share inspiring song lyrics. This podcast is for those of us who deal with chronic pain or anyone who wants to hear positive stories presented in a soothing voice. (laughs) So for today's episode, I have a news story from a few weeks ago about a police officer and his positive interaction with a homeless woman, a profile of another award-winning migraine sufferer, and some song lyrics to help us fight the cabin fever. 29-year-old officer Michael Rivers recalls when he saw a homeless woman one day. I was leaving the parking lot of Walmart and she was standing by the stop sign. Her shirt read, homeless, the fastest way of becoming a nobody. I hated that she felt that way. At the time, they simply made eye contact and exchanged greetings, but Rivers felt led to circle back around to her. God put it on my heart to get her lunch, the officer of eight years said. So I turned around and I asked her, hey, did you eat today? And she said, no. Rivers grabbed two pizzas from a nearby pizzeria and sat on the grass next to her while they shared a meal. The moment was captured in a photo by a passing driver and then shared on Facebook by the driver's husband, Chris Barnes. Uh, The caption that he wrote to go along with the post said, Law enforcement does so much for our our community, with a lot of it going unnoticed. We see you, Goldsboro PD. Keep up the good work. An article by Alicia Lee on CNN.com observed this. Rivers said the interaction made him realize that he and Michelle were similar in how they are perceived by society. People who are homeless are often shunned by society and blamed for bringing the situation upon themselves. Meanwhile, Rivers said he feels police officers are often portrayed in a negative light as society focuses on just the bad apples. Rivers says, Homeless people are just people who are down on their luck. It can happen to anybody. I come to work and my method is, who can I bless today? Who can I make smile? I'm not the one that wants to take somebody's father or mother away and put them in jail. When the younger or newer guys come in, I let them know. Hey, treating the community like human beings is the most important thing in the world. And part of that message is, you don't have to charge everybody for everything. So, if we as police officers show love and compassion to everybody, no matter their age, financial background, or race, the world would be a better place. So that's a lovely story about a police officer going above and beyond. And for this story, my sources were an article by Megan Sims on Yahoo News and the article by Alicia Lee on CNN. For this segment, we will be learning about another award-winning athlete, Olympic swimmer Amanda Beard. In a previous episode, I talked about how Serena Williams mentioned not wanting her competitors to feel like they had an edge on her because of her migraines. Beard echoes this sentiment. I felt that it would affect my competition and how I performed. They would see weakness in me and feel like they could beat me. I wanted to come off as a strong, nothing is wrong with me kind of person in that world. 
Amanda Beard was so dedicated to the idea of suffering in silence that she did not get treated for her migraines until she was in her 30s. She won her first Olympic medal swimming for Team USA when she was 14 years old. Throughout the course of her career, she competed at four Olympics and won a total of seven Olympic medals. So all of this, all of that, her entire competitive swimming career, she didn't talk to anybody about her migraines. And everydayhealth.com says she became known worldwide for her beaming smile and teddy bear on the platform. So how did she do all of this while dealing with a debilitating disease? She used dark goggles to avoid the light of the natatorium. She kept her complaints to herself. I remember goggles on just crying pretty hard in the pool, Beard said. And she avoided seeing a doctor so no one else could realize what was wrong with her. I didn't talk about it with anybody, she says. I didn't know my symptoms were connected to a much bigger health problem. I had no idea what it was. I just thought it was stress from competition and training. Beard describes her headache episodes. Most of my migraines came to me visually, although I did get a lot of painful headaches, and if I had to do it over again, I'd have probably mentioned it to someone sooner. So she was experiencing migraine with aura, and symptoms include visual disturbances, light sensitivity, nausea, and head pain. So nowadays, Amanda Beard has a migraine episode roughly four times a month. So that's definitely an improvement. She practices mindfulness, mindfulness meditation when she feels an attack coming on. And usually my vision will start to blur, she says. Then she finds a quiet, dark place to rest and meditate while focusing on her breath. It doesn't always take the symptoms away, but it allows me to get control over them enough so that my migraines don't take over the rest of my day. I know a lot of people suffer a lot more than that, so I feel very fortunate. Beard says. Uh, she no longer swims competitively and instead focuses her talents on having a positive impact on the students at her business, Beard Swim Company in Gig Harbor, Washington. She also wrote a book, In the Water They Can't See You Cry, a memoir, where she discusses her challenges with bulimia, bulimia nervosa and depression. I mean, no wonder <laughs> she would have depression if She's dealing with all of these migraines as a teenager, a competitive athlete. Um, that's why it's so important for us to communicate with people that uh, migraines are not something where you suffer in silence. So she says, I went through lots of bouts of depression and anxiety and all different sorts of things, but I still had success along the way. I'm smart enough to know that what works for me doesn't always work with everyone else. And this is all a collection of quotes that she gave in numerous interviews. So it's not just one long paragraph. Uh, still, I try to talk to kids and their parents now about the importance of mental and physical health, about facing challenges head on and not giving up. And her last quote for today if you have these big goals and dreams, you've got to fight for them no matter what's going on around you. So that's it for my profile of Amanda Beard, Olympic medalist. And I just hope that, you know, some, 
young person out there can hopefully we've advanced a little bit in the medical community and uh, just in our society, people being able to come forward and talk about, you know, if they're having chronic pain issues. So my sources include Carl Cincinnato at migraineagain.com, Brian P. Dunleavy at everydayhealth.com, and WTHR.com, Anne Marie Tiernan. For our last segment, I have a song uh, by an artist who struggled for 10 years to find success in the music industry. They wrote this song as a way to encourage themselves, and 72 hours after it played on the radio for the first time, this artist was signed to a major record label. It's a great example of how making art that speaks to your inner self often connects on a broad level to other people. And it's a good song for us right now during this coronavirus pandemic uh, as a good chant to ramp ourselves up to face another day during this difficult time. Like a small boat on the ocean, sending big waves into motion. Like how a single word can make a heart open. I might only have one match, but I can make an explosion. And all those things I didn't say wrecking balls inside my brain. I will scream them loud tonight. Can you hear my voice this time? This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm all right song. My power's turned on. Starting right now, I'll be strong. I'll play my fight song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Losing friends and I'm chasing sleep. Everybody's worried about me, in too deep. Say I'm in too deep, in too deep. And it's been two years, I miss my home, but there's a fire burning in my bones. Still believe, yeah, I still believe. And all those things I didn't say, wrecking balls inside my brain. I will scream them loud tonight. Can you hear my voice this time? This is my fight song, take back my life song. Prove I'm all right song. My power's turned on. Starting right now, I'll be strong. I'll play my fight song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. A lot of fight left in me. Like a small boat on the ocean. Sending big waves into motion. Like how a single word can make a heart open. I might only have one match but I can make an explosion. This is my fight song, take back my life song, prove I'm all right song. My power's turned on, starting right now, I'll be strong. I'll play my fight song, and I don't really care if nobody else believes, because I've still got a lot of fight left in me. No, I've still got a lot of fight left in me. So that was Fight Song by Rachel Platten. And I really like that one verse where it says, like how a single word can make a heart open. That speaks to me during this time because uh, the power of kindness is really important. And a simple smile or encouraging word to somebody who is, you know, our 
checkers and our baggers at grocery stores. And if you have to go see any kind of doctor, you know, just an encouraging word to them is really powerful right now. So I hope everybody is doing well. Thank you so much for listening and take care of yourself. Thank you.